morning shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. We're doing two of them this week. Uh, one goes live Monday. That's as we're doing it uh, Monday afternoon and then Tuesday and then the rest of the week off for those of you who are uh, scheduling your lives around our schedule. And we thank you for that. Yes. We're, we're done with 2020 after today and tomorrow. That would, that'll be good for us. Okay. We move you just on. Said it. You, know, you just said it. <laughs> I am so tired. Yes. Of could 2020 just end? <laughs> hey, I have some news for you. Yeah, please help right? me. This is the equivalent to on November 8th, if it snows, it can't snow yet. The winter hasn't officially started yet. Nothing changes on January 1st. It's Trump real. will still be the president. The, the pandemic will still be here. Everything will still suck. You still shouldn't go out to a restaurant. You still shouldn't travel. Nothing will change. And because you, if, if, if you're still a person that has to write a check, you have to remember to put 21 instead of <laughs> yeah. nothing changes. And if this, this, if just, if, if we could just get through four more days, we could be done with 22. And then every, I'm sick of it. Stop the cliches. No, that's just stop it. No, stop when, it. thank you. When my buddy uh, Anderson Cooper drops that ball on uh, Thursday night. The, the, it's going to be all over, and then 2021 is going to be so much better. I don't know. There's going to be a psychological factor because it has been such a shitty year. Uh, let's see. How many days into 2021 will someone write the first story saying, well, it's 2021, but it doesn't seem it's, like it's that much different. It, nothing's How changed. Take? Everything yeah. still sucks. Because it it's won't. Totally- and so just just stop it. The world does not change because the calendar does. That's the simple fact. Now, uh, let's get to even less less important things. All right. Um, actually, more important things. All Since right. we were last together, uh, we had this nutcase in Nashville blow up the uh, blow up the van and uh, you know, kill himself and. He did it in front of the uh, AT&T building in Nashville, apparently, because he was just a complete nutcase, paranoid, whack job loser who, and I don't know whether this is true, but apparently he or his dad worked for the old Bell South, which became part of AT&T, and yeah. uh, he connected that up with uh, 5G is going to steal his children, steal his DNA, and turn him into a lizard person. The 5G that you're uh, that you uh, occasionally hear about if you you uh, watch television and yeah, and, once and in a while, phone, yeah, right? They try to get you signed up for every company. The, the guy was com- completely paranoid. But the the uh, interesting uh, part of this. And uh, it's still 2020, so we do have to always filter everything through how did Trump fuck this up? And, how? of course, he fucked it up by ignoring it. Exactly. By completely pretending day after day it didn't after happen. Day, day after day. day. Yeah. And, and his, his response was in sympathy with a white guy, 63-year-old terrorist, was to, of course, go to a golf course where all 63-year-old white guys <laughs> like right. to hang out. That was how he showed his, his real <laughs> concern there. Um, 
But, you know, he said nothing about it. And we know if this was a Black Lives Matter or a Muslim oh guy, God. this this would have been the worst case of terrorism. And this would be Obama's fault. And it would if, be Nancy if a Black Pelosi's Lives Matter guy would have right. had scratched a, a, a hangnail right. on a police officer right. anywhere. And, and, and by the way, they would have even gone so far with no shame to say, this is what Joe Biden's America is like, even though Trump is still president. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens in Joe Biden. America. People blow themselves up for, for no reason. And and I, as a, a big fan, I mean, a big fan of uh, the great Petula Clark, who is still with us. Oh, yes. And she is still singing. I'm sorry uh, she got dragged into this, really. The, 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 the guy played, and, and you know, he played Downtown, which, yeah. by the way, was the uh, first number one record of 1965 for two mm, weeks. So right? good. A part, now, she, she isn't thought of as part of the British invasion because, no, you know, no. she's not a rock band. but She's not, not a guy. British. Yeah, but she's, she's not she's a British. British. It's mostly males, they think of, when they think of the British That's invasion, right. right? That's right. And uh, so, I mean, she holds a lot of uh, uh, records for uh, all kinds of stuff. I think she put 15 songs in a row in the top 40, which is kind of a big deal over several years. That's a classic song. That is a truly it is. Well, She had a tremendous voice and, and kind of an underrated singer. I mean, she's somebody who you know about, but a lot of people in the mainstream don't talk about her these days. She's a fantastic singer and had a, had a string of hits and was a big star there for right. a number of years. Yeah, right. she, she was now. Uh, but but here's the the uh, way, and and you can attribute this to to my rather um, tortured way of thinking about oh, it. Oh, good. Which is because uh, this was in Nashville, mm-hmm. and he chose downtown, and he was in downtown Nashville, and he was a loner and a loser, and of course yeah. the lyrics of that song. When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go downtown. I mean, it's, right. it's that kind of a song. But but. If he had done this in, say, uh, New York or Boston or Philadelphia or Washington, yeah. he would have chosen Petula Clark's Don't Sleep in the Subway. That's right. Those cities have subways. They do. And, of course, anyone that really knows what the, that song is about knows it has nothing really to do with the subway. No, no, but no. I'm stretching it. And I'm really tired. Right. When I'm, when I'm going for just a, a, a cheap, pointless, uh, analogous nothing that's what I do. Don't you, sleep in the subway. If you're doing Philly, don't you do Philadelphia Freedom or one of those songs like that? Isn't that what you're going well, to do? Well, no, you, you have to stay with Petula oh, Clark. Oh, you stay with Petula Clark. Oh, my okay. God. Oh, Jesus just God almighty. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> but he, he bitches, whines, moans, and complains. All these stupid theories. Retweets all this shit about himself. Uh, portrays himself as a lion by one guy's fan art, but day after day after day, nothing about the people in Nashville. I don't even think, does he Does he eventually even get around to praising the police in Nashville who are getting such great PR right now, right? Yeah, and he could have done that because five Easily. of the six cops were white. That's correct. Unfortunately, they decided <laughs> that the black guy should be the spokesman for the group, but he's on TV so much, yeah. so I guess that really soured yeah, Donald Trump. That killed it. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> they ruined it. <laughs> that was good. Oh. Good one, sir. Good one. <laughs> you, you could have praised that that police department, but they had a black guy. <laughs> that's that's the old Jesse Helms thing, right? You could, but but, but it, it is interesting that, that there was has been some agony over. 
is this really terrorism? Because terrorism oh has yes. to have a definite political. Oh Jesus, of course, it's terrorism. And, and we know because it's a white guy, then we have to agonize over it just a little bit more. Exactly. And we have to Maybe we have to understand his grievances because he's a white guy and he was troubled. And if he could have gotten some help. But if it's a Muslim or a black guy, oh, it's always or, terrible. Or, then it's just, terrible. That's, that's what that's what they are. Well, that, and again, I think the, the statistics are very clear about this. That since 9-11, your chances of in a terrorist activity in the United States of being killed by a white guy are exponentially much more than that has been of, of a Muslim extremist. Mm-hmm. It's been way more. Even though no one died in this particular one, thanks to the quick thinking of the police in this case, um, yeah, all of that is true. But nobody, again, you're right. There's some. It can't be terrorism unless it's you know it's it's not a brown guy named Muhammad. So there's there's no way this is uh, terrorism at all, right? That that's the theory that some of these idiots have, and because he has not denounced people who attack synagogues in his name in some cases and shit like that, then obviously he's not going to denounce this one because he's too busy wallowing in his own filth. Well, but but you have to admire the guy. He stays on brand. Well, it's he, true. He was a racist for decades before he it's ran true. for president. It's he true. was a racist in the uh, the 2010s leading up to his oh. becoming a candidate, and he's a fucking racist going out the door. Multi-generational, Brad. His, his, daddy, his daddy was a racist, and he inherited it in the Central Park Five, and it goes on to Obama's yeah. birth certificate, and on Absolutely. and on and on it goes. So, yeah, yeah. all of that stuff is true. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's like uh, other great brands, Coke, Yes, or that's pet, right. you know, you stick with the formula. When Coke changed the formula, they oh, had trouble. Good. There's they no new Trump. Back. There's no new Trump. There's not going to be any of that shit. It's it's always the same old Trump. That's, that's however, exactly however, that being said, um, there is a body of thought that believes, and I kind of believe it too, in, in its own way, that his actions of the last couple months. Mm-hmm. leading up to this very day, really are the signal that he is never going to run for office again. Mm-hmm. Because uh, uh, by, by hanging up the, uh, the, the, the aid and not signing this bill and torturing, torturing tens of millions of people, uh, by pardoning war criminals, actual, real, honest-to-God war criminals. I mean, you, you can run through the entire list of things that he's been doing lately. Those are not the kind of things that he's going to be able to uh, get out in front four years from now with people and say, oh, look what I did, especially right near the end. Look at all the great things I did on, on the way out. The door. And you know what? For the first time in 59 years, I said, I'm not going to sign the uh, defense bill that the Congress passed 59 years because I'm Donald Trump and I'm a different kind of president. And, and what that gets down to is a complete misunderstanding, a complete cognitively dissonant way of looking at the fact that he did lose the election. He lost the popular vote. Republicans below him all over the country did much better than him. So it was a personal rejection. And it was, I think, Trump fatigue. That oh, was yeah. Trump fatigue in there. Yeah. And so what's he doing? He's doing all the things right after the election that are, uh, you know, there, there's going to be some kind of phrase that comes up that's equivalent to a post-traumatic Trump stress syndrome, uh-huh. okay, that, that he is now invoking on the country that we've had 
Trump fatigue for four years. Yeah. And instead of uh, using the last few weeks of his presidency to uh, leave everyone with a positive taste in their mouths about him, which is impossible, by the way. But we'll pretend that if he did things that weren't so horrible right now, that he could have started the, the road to revisionist history and he could have lit. The, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't care because he always thinks he's right. And so. If you add all those things up, those don't add up to a guy who's going to run again for office. He's just going to be a pain in the ass, uh, uh, you know, forever until he dies. Which, in, in, in some ways, is great because again, the Republican Party will never be able to get out from under this guy, right. and they don't deserve to. Absolutely, I'm sorry, I only agree a uh, two thousand percent. <laughs> they, they don't deserve to. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, they, since, we, since we last left, uh, he blew up the deal that the Democrats and Republicans had gotten together as far as the uh, stimulus relief, the checks, and all of that stuff. Said that six hundred dollars wasn't enough. He wasn't going to sign it. He wanted two thousand. Right, so that, that was a lie. Okay, two thousand dollars. He creates a problem, and right. then he solves it. On Sunday, he decides. Sunday night, he decides. I'm going to go ahead and sign it. Here's your six hundred dollar checks. Um, what that does for people who were on unemployment, I think they miss a check out of all of that because of his stupidity and his grandstanding and his nonsense. People who are unemployed who need the money really the most are going to miss an entire check because he was such a petulant boob for 72 or 96 hours. See, Britt, I, I, I hate to tell you, but since the Republicans now are the party of the working class, the white working class, <laughs> who understands them better? Yeah. than the Republican Party, because the Democrats have just taken them for granted for too long. And here come the Republicans to say, fuck you. You don't need that week's check. Hey, let so me ask you something. Th- this is more of the uh, let me kick you and then you'll still vote for me. Right. Where did, where did the president and the vice president of the white working class, the common man, where did they go on vacation for Christmas? I, I think I know this. I think yeah. I know this. All right. So Trump goes to Florida. That's correct. Pence went to Vail. Vail, which is, you know, again, the guys in Valdosta. Stephen Mnuchin, the uh, Treasury Secretary, I think he went to Cabo. Well, there you go. Went That's, to Mexico. The, the, guy, the, the guys, Clem Cadiddlehopper down there in Valdosta, Georgia, and the, and the folks were riding around in trucks with toolboxes around in Anniston, Alabama. They can certainly relate to people who go to Palm Beach and Vail for winter vacations and just kind of hang out there, right? Nothing screams average American like Vail. Well, Am I right about that? It, it, it obviously doesn't matter because uh, they will ignore that. That will not be mentioned on, on, on the Fox News channel. Right. And better that than a, uh, a, a communist Negro uh, as your senator in uh, Georgia like uh, Raphael Warnock, right? Because uh, he's, a, he's a twofer, right? He's a Negro and a communist, right? He's, he's all of that. He's, he's also a fake Christian. Don't forget that. Fake he's not Christian. a real Christian. He's, so right. He's right. got all that going for him. But we're hearing more and more voices, including that idiot Lynn Wood down in Georgia, who now say, fuck Loeffler and fuck the, uh, Purdue. Don't vote Republican in this election. We, we have to send them a message. There, there are more and more people who are affiliated with the president, even though he's, he's vowed to go down there for a big rally, I believe, this weekend. Now, I thought he was decided he wasn't. I, I, I'm caught in the middle here. Yeah. Between, th- I thought I heard he decided to cancel doing it's that. Fluid, I, you know, because he, he put out a tweet over the weekend saying, hey, I'm looking for I'm going to be there in Georgia and I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to seeing you guys. And you, you can't stop me. And maybe I can infect a few more people and kill off a couple of more before this election. 
So, you know, again, it's a fluid situation. And then he's promising, is, is there another uh, possible Kraken sighting in D.C. on January the 6th? He's planning some sort of rally or something like that? Oh, well, so that, that's the day. That's, yeah. That's, uh, that's Custer's last stand. In, that's right. In effect, because uh, this will be the uh, ultimate loyalty test for Mike Pence. Is he going to do the right thing? Is he going to be like Al Gore in 2000? Um who, after losing in the Supreme Court and George W. Bush became the president, he presided over the the uh, then Senate and had to be the guy that read off the fact that George W. Bush was the next president, according to the Electoral College, which he followed the law, he followed the rules. Is Mike Pence going to do the same thing? Because no matter what happens, even if you get some objections from uh, uh, Tommy Tuberville of Alabama and a couple of those uh, goofy members of the the House of Representatives saying um, uh, uh, justice of the peace, I do not want these two to be married. I'm going to be standing up in the back of the church and saying, here is the reason why they should not be married. Here's the reason why, you know, that'll get voted down in, in a couple of minutes by by everybody else there, I'm pretty sure. And then Mike Pence will have to utter the words that the uh, the totals equal to uh, Joe Biden, 306 to 232 or whatever it was, and Joe Biden is hereby the president of the United States elect on January 20th. He's going to have to say those words. And, of course, he's not supposed to say those words, is he? He's not supposed to utter those words. He's supposed to right there at the moment uh, blow up the uh, blow up the whole. I don't know what he would do. I don't know what he would do. So this is are are you more loyal to the country and the Constitution or are you more loyal to uh, Donald Trump? Mike Pence, that's an agonizing question, isn't it? How is he ever going to answer that? Hmm. You've seen the stories that are saying that Trump is more confused than ever. That he's told Pence, and why can't you just swing this in my favor? When why can't just I don't understand? And Mike Pence goes, "Well, it's it's more of a ceremonial thing. I just kind of show up. No, it's not a ceremonial thing. No, no. (laughs) I'm just there. They count the thing. They say, hey, Biden won, and I say, okay, yeah, Biden won, and we're done. And Trump's like, no, no, you can you can help me. You can put me in. Why aren't you doing that? And Trump seems more and more apoplectic and confused that Mike Pence is not being uh, a little more proactive on this. All right. uh, Stop the music here. Do you really think that he really thinks that that could happen? Yeah, I I really really, just nonstop bluster and bullshit all the way to the finish. I think he's been fed enough bullshit by the Mark Levins of the world uh, that, yeah, he, he believes that there's some role that Mike Pence could take in delivering him the presidency. And Mike, why aren't you doing this? This is the, I need my Roy Cohn moment. This is the, I, I don't understand why you people aren't helping me out. Why, why, why is you have an opportunity to help me, Donald Trump out and you're not doing it. And I don't understand because I'm, I'm the best president we've ever had. Mike, you owe everything to me and you're not helping me. Same thing with J- John Roberts. Why are you not helping me? And, 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 Neil Gorsuch, I put you on the Supreme Court. And Brett Kavanaugh, I put you on the Supreme Court. And Amy Coney Barrett, I put you on the Supreme Court. Why aren't you helping me? This judge in Wisconsin that he called out and bitched about over the week. Why Why aren't you helping me? I put you on, on the highest court in Wisconsin. You have a chance to help your president, and you're not doing that. But do, do, do you think he really, truly thinks that people would take that step 
who are also either elected officials or have lifetime jobs in the courts and they're not really accountable to Donald Trump. Does he really think that there are people who would run that kind of interference for him? Yes. And turn the, had, turn the country had, upside yes, down? Yes, they've done this his entire life. He's had someone his entire life to take care of him and protect him and, and run interference for him. And, and in the past four years, he's had Jim Jordan and Matt Gates and any number of people who have done his bidding anytime that he's needed anything. Yes, of course he believes that's how it is. His entire life, he's been a huge baby. And he's had always somebody, when he started crying, to run and try to get some milk and heat it up very quickly. As you mentioned the name Roy Cohn, uh, I think it's important to understand the arc of the ultimate failure and discrediting of Roy Cohn. Because when he was, what, 25, 26 years old, he was the lawyer sitting next to Joe McCarthy during the Army McCarthy hearings. He was the guy whispering in his ear, you can do this, do that, do this. And what eventually happened to Joe McCarthy? He lost. Yeah. He was discredited. He, he was. was disgraced. Right. He died a few years later, a broken down drunk. So this idea that Roy Cohn was some magical force at that point defending at least up to this moment, what we consider to be the worst political demagogue of the 20th century. And there are a lot of nominees for that. But McCarthy, look, uh, it's called McCarthyism for a reason. And it's going to be called Trumpism for a reason. But Roy Cohn lost. Mm -hmm. Joe McCarthy ultimately lost. Donald Trump lost. Mm -hmm. And there is no one equivalent to uh, Roy Cohn right now for Donald Trump. And even if there was, guess what? They'd lose. Roy Cohn lost for Joe McCarthy and uh, Roy Cohn reincarnated would also lose for Donald Trump. And uh, if you want to say the closest thing that Trump has had to that is Rudy Giuliani, right? A lawyer, mm -hmm. uh, a high profile, prominent lawyer. Uh, Rudy Giuliani is a disgrace. He's a loser. Oh, my God. He hasn't done anything correct. So uh, when you say, well, where's my Roy Cohn? You're you're paraphrasing what, what Trump apparently has said several it's times good, yeah. over the years. He said right. it out loud. And he, he obviously says it in private that he he's looking for someone that dishonest who's a lawyer. And if uh, Sidney Powell counts, well, again, what a loser she is. And the uh, the White House lawyer right now, Pat Cipollone, the guy who, who ran all kinds of interference for him at the impeachment hearings, he's saying, not me. I ain't that guy. I ain't doing it for you. So he's lost him. He, he's not doing anything for him. He's not trying to cheat for him. Um, so I, I, I guess we're just doomed to talk about this for another few weeks like this because it's a it's a losing hand that the Trump is trying to play here. And the only thing he has left, and I think you said this weeks, maybe months ago, and, and I was a little more hesitant to, to go with it. But he is really, truly calling for street violence. Yeah. He's really calling for yeah, people to, yeah, to uh, get violent, show up in Washington and that's not even ambiguous, no. show up. Yeah. yeah, show up in, in other cities, particularly, I guess, at state capitals. Yeah. Right. Um, go go back to Lansing, 
um, uh, you know, what's what's the capital of Pittsburgh? Harrisburg is Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, you know, go sure. to those places and and do some harassing on the day of the electoral college uh, final count, which is January sixth, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Which right. when when you, when you bump that up against the Georgia election on January fifth. You really have a very, very combustible situation sure. that, of course, any responsible person or president wouldn't want to inflame. And again, I said responsible person. Uh, <laughs> and we're not talking about that. We're, we're talking about a guy who really wants to, uh, in effect, you know, blow up the van. That's correct. Blow up the van. Yeah, that's absolutely what's going on. And, yep. and yep. yeah, he's he's trying to do. And it's not even ambiguous at this point. That's what he's trying to do. And he's uh, you've seen that he's extremely upset with Mitch McConnell. He's very upset with Mitch McConnell for not saving his presidency. Who he's mad at? And by the way, Mitch McConnell, did you did you see that statement that he put out? That congratulatory statement on signing the. Oh yeah, we got it done. You know, a, a, a complete suck up, lay down, pretend the last week of of Trump hemming and hawing and playing reality show host and tweeting out, you're going to like what's going to happen tomorrow or wait to, you know, there's the, all this bullshit. Right. Um, and, 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 you know, this should, and I'm going to capitalize the word should cost Republicans everything, but it will cost them nothing. We, we already know that so far there, there's been no price to be paid uh, around the country for the most part. In fact, they've been rewarded for it. They yeah. have been rewarded. For well, that's what I was thinking when you said about all these pardons and stuff. Do you think that Donald Trump is really, you know, among his followers? Do you think because of he's done all these pardons of these people who obviously did his bidding and Manafort and all these other people, do you think that's really going to be something that disqualifies him from well, winning an election in I, four I'm, years? Right, well, think of it this way. Um, let's play plus three years. Okay. Right? And uh, we're coming to the beginning of 2024, right? It was the summer of 2023. Yeah. And there will be debates. There will be lots of debates, probably, and because there's going to be a lot of people that want that Republican nomination. And um, unless Trump thinks that, that he can stay out of all debates, right, and then just announce at the last minute, you know, he's going to have he's going to try to evade uh, having to be questioned on, on everything. But assuming that at some point he really does get questioned and he is in a debate and he has to face many of the same people from uh, 2016, they'll, they'll still be around. The Marco Rubio's. What a piece of shit he is. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Oh, my Jesus. God. Oh. Uh, but all those people will still be Tom Cotton. Oh, Lord. Oh, these people, they're, they're all dreadful. Yeah. But but it's one thing to be Donald Trump, the uh, coming out of left field showboat guy uh, who was in the debates in 2016. It is another thing to have to defend what you did as president in the primaries in a few years. I think it's a whole different ball game, and I don't think he could survive that. I, I don't think he could. It, it's a whole different ball game, don't you think? 
I I I, I could be I wrong. Hope. I could be I, wrong. I, I would I like to wrong. think that that's the case, but I don't know. He's going to be able to. And, and the saddest part of all of this, when I when they talk about the the supposed challenges to all this stuff on January the sixth, and all these you know these legit. Oh, I've got this coming, and there's all these great arguments. This is just a massive grift. This is another chance to suck money out of his twenty thousand dollar a year people that are living in poverty, so that he can funnel that money to his stupid kids. Oh well, yeah, I mean, that's what this is. That that's a whole that's a whole other uh, channel. That's a whole that's a whole other aspect of this. Uh, for instance, the other day uh, I saw, and I haven't seen any follow up on it. That you know they're they're running after Ivanka Trump to write a book. All right now. What is she going to put in a book? Her side of the story. Did we we got it wrong about her? You're right. How brilliant she is. What she can't come out and say, I was the real stopper. I was the real guardrail against my father doing blank blank right. Mm-hmm. She can't be that. So what what possibly is she going to say? Well, there's a lot of that is going to advance her political career. But well, it's it's a lot of these awful. I mean, I think it's just she panders to the the Trump supporters. These awful attacks that she and her family had to go through for four years, and she's going to detail some things that maybe you weren't aware of about how people were awful to her, and she got death threats, and they talked about her children and all this other nonsense. I think that's that's the route that she takes, and then these people they lick it up with a spoon. They buy fifty copies a piece of that shit, don't they? Oh, well, I. I think you probably hit on pathetically the worst aspect of this. It's it's Trump and Donald Trump and Trumpism as victims. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and I'm not sure that uh, we're going to be pining. We the country is going to be pining for the return of uh, the victim family. Uh, which they really weren't the victims. Uh, they were the victimizers. You know, they were the criminals. They were the ones who got away with things. I don't know that we'll be in a position to want uh, to uh, turn the clock back to to that. I mean, look the the the, the track record of of presidents ever running again is one Grover Cleveland. That's it. That's the one. And and and. Uh, uh, I recall, you know, I was around for the Grover Cleveland. Yeah. How did that go? What right. were they saying on Twitter about Grover? Well, he was a special guy. He was a yeah. very, very special guy. <laughs> was he screwed out of an election, too, or what? I don't know. Um, media, I don't know, But he, he was he was the last thing in Cleveland that won it all. Oh, sad. Oh, sorry, Cavaliers won. Sorry. Good, it, good job. It would have been a good yeah. joke. It had potential. And now the, the, the good job with the Jets, by the way. That was a nice, that was a nice <laughs> loss for the Cleveland Browns. Well, they didn't have any receivers. They, oh, they, like, they, had, they, they had nobody to catch the ball. Did you see that? If it makes you feel any better, the Jets screwed themselves out of that top pick in the draft, so the Jaguars are going to grab Trevor yeah. Lawrence, the quarterback from Clemson. Yeah. Mediaite is reporting that uh, with the drop-dead date approaching, President Donald Trump's most ardent backers in Congress are turning to increasingly more desperate measures to keep Vice President Pence from certifying Joe Biden's victory in a federal lawsuit filed Monday morning. Louis Gohmert, your favorite congressman, joined a group of 11 other plaintiffs suing the vice president of the United States, Mike Pence. Now, I hope this doesn't ruin Mike Pence's bail vacation. I hope he's still able to hit. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. What the hell do they think they have some kind of uh, uh, case on this one? This is the 
I mean, this is taking silly putty and stretching it to, to, to lengths I've, I've never heard. Talk about making shit up. Go ahead. Read it. Gomert and the others, a group which includes Arizona Republican Party Chair Kelly Ward, are bringing their case before Trump-appointed Judge Jeremy Kernodal. Mm-hmm. They're seeking to give Pence the ability to appoint a sham slate of pro-Trump le- uh, electors mm-hmm. rather than the duly elected appointees chosen by the public on November the 3rd. The argument, such as it is, falsely claims there is evidence of massive multi-state electoral fraud. The filing states that Gomert will indeed lodge an objection during the joint session of Congress, in which Pence will preside on January the 6th. I believe that is next Wednesday as we speak. The date, legal challenges from the Trump campaign. Uh, to date, legal challenges from the Trump campaign or his supporters have gone poorly. That campaign and its allies have lost more than 50 lawsuits, Brad, in the weeks following Biden's victory. Well, this Your one, thoughts on Louis Gilbert doing what I, he does? Uh, th- this one could be done by this afternoon. This one could be tossed out that, that quickly. But who knows? I mean, it, 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 just does, it just doesn't matter, and it does not matter who appointed the judge. I mean, Trump lost his, his uh, last case over the weekend three to nothing, and they were they were three – Judges appointed by uh, Donald Trump, George H. W. Bush, and Reagan. Okay, right. So it, it's it's irrelevant. It is irrelevant who appoints judges when it gets down to to uh, uh, this issue and these issues. That's not to say that the the uh, horrible legacy of Trump is going to be all of these judges who, yes, they're following the law right now on election law and the bullshit of trying to overturn the election, but. Relax. They will go back to to uh, making outrageously horrible decisions on a lot of things for the rest of our life and beyond. They have been installed. Uh, many of them are unqualified. They are boobs. Yeah. Uh, they're 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 the worst of the worst. Um, but even the worst of the worst are not going to hand over uh, an election that's been uh, certified five ways from Sunday. And, and take away the right of the American people to vote. Even even those bad judges, they just can't seem to find any. There just aren't any. Well, sir, I mean, yeah. I, but the fear is that there's going to be one crazy ass out there. And I was just looking this up, and I was not aware. Louis Gomer does have a law degree from Baylor University. He's got a JD from Baylor University. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, and, and Baylor's got a good law. I mean, it's just. Uh, it, it doesn't I, mean I, he's I, a good lawyer. That no, it doesn't. Nothing. It means he's an idiot. But it just an idiot. even even for him to be like, this is this is the road that I'm going to go down. I'm going to do this. I'm going to peddle this bullshit, even though I know it's bullshit and it's not going to work. But I'm going to do it. And all of this is just theater to show to these, right. these folks in the trailer park that they need to give Donald Trump twenty bucks so that his stupid. Kids, they'll never have to work again. They're going to funnel that money straight to them. And I, I can assure you, he didn't learn this in the uh, law school at Baylor. Okay? I hope he didn't. And, and so. Sidney Powell didn't learn the bullshit she's spinning at law school at UNC. Right. Because this is this is outside of that. This has nothing to do with 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 law school or anything or, or where they. It, it doesn't mean anything. And these people, uh, they in in one sense, they are lost souls. Mm-hmm. They, they are. They're completely over their heads. They're they're beyond reason. Uh, they're they're beyond discussion. And um, you 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 can see just little cracks appearing uh, from elected Republicans. Elected Republicans, not just the, the the ones who are out of office or retired, who are 
they can't take it anymore. Yeah. You know, a- a- Adam Kitzinger from, oh, yeah. uh, from, was he from Illinois? I believe yeah, he's from yeah, Illinois. Yeah, he was going off. He's had it. He's, yeah. he's had it. He's, he's fed up and, and he's a Republican. And, uh, uh, it's just another couple weeks. It's, it's, it's just another couple weeks. And, and, I really and it's, again, it's another couple weeks for him to run this grift on these, these people. Well, and no, that, that, no, again, that, that continues on forever. Right. Oh, that absolutely continues on forever, fleecing people for money. I mean, you're still getting solicitations, I'm sure. In your, I'm, I'm getting them from, from politicians. I, I get them from the winners. I, I know. I don't get them just from the losers. I get them from the winners saying. Any of these are actually going to go to, like, the legitimate causes. Like, if you're getting, if you're getting like, solicitations to, you know, support the race in Georgia for the Democrats, that stuff's going to go to his shit is just going to go to his stupid ass kids. I mean, that's that's what that that's what they're doing. And you know who else has had it with uh, Donald Trump? Apparently is Rupert Murdoch. New York Post shocking front page plea to President Donald Trump to stop the insanity is opening eyes throughout the industry on Monday morning and a scathing rebuke. The Post editorial board implored Trump to give up his attempt to overthrow the election. You're cheering for an undemocratic coup. The editorial board writes, you know, and, and part of this is like, to an extent, I'm like, I'm glad they're doing it. But at the same time, fuck the New York Post. They've been fueling this shit for four years now. They've been doing his bidding for four years now. And then all of a sudden they get religion at the very end because Rupert Murdoch's done. Don't you feel the same way? Uh, here's here's what I uh, wrote last night. Yes, 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 yes. Rupert, you beneath contempt pig. Too late. <laughs> Too late was the insanity because the headline is stop the insanity with a picture of trump was the insanity fully acceptable until this moment it was sorry but trump's legacy because again uh the sub headline is you lost the election here's how to save your legacy i said was the legacy um already uh, set in stone yes it was there's nothing to be saved except the country you twitter facebook right-wing hate radio and your propaganda channel channel fox created an enabled hump trump all the way through i'll be anxiously awaiting you calling off the dogs tucker and sean and laura on fox news prime time the lineup of Don's Three Stooges tonight. I'm sure they're going to be similarly telling Trump to concede, to cut the crap, uh, STFU, and stop sabotaging the United States. Stop sabotaging the economy, the containment of the coronavirus, and Joe Biden. Let's see if it extends to that. Because you know what? The New York Post doesn't mean shit. <laughs> it doesn't influence anyone. Right. And, and, and the only people that read it in New York are mouth breathers and the rest of the media to see what the New York Post is writing. It has no influence. To be fair, though, apparently Trump has said many times it's the first thing he reads every day. But if you think that at this late hour, that one editorial, one cover picture of him saying stop the insanity is going to change the trajectory of him, it's not going to. It no. doesn't matter. No. You can't feed the beast for, in the case of the New York Post, decades, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Decades. Yeah. He was he was the go-to paper. He was the one. The Post was the paper where a lot of the bullshit was planted on purpose, and they went along with it knowing about the lies 
about the the, the dating and Madonna and all that. Sh- they went along with it. Mm-hmm. So to, uh, at, at this hour, Rupert Murdoch, you know, you should be cursed. Oh, absolutely! In, in so many ways, how dare you? How dare you? Yeah, yeah. When the rest of the world, the rational world, has been saying stop the insanity, we said it the minute Donald Trump came down the escalator. We said stop the insanity. Don't even think about nominating this guy. Back when he had three percent of of the uh, support, you were with him all the way. That's right. No, you don't get to jump off the Trump train now. It's too late. It's running us all over. But you're not going to be the one. That stops it. It's going to be the checks and balances of the American political system, as rickety as it is, as as off base as it is, how ridiculous it is, considering uh, much of this framework was constructed 220 years ago, 30 years ago. But it it's it's barely holding. But it's not going to be you saying that on the Donald Trump isn't going to now later say, well, I saw that thing in the post. Okay. Good job. All right. I, I, never, I never thought I was not being a great president until you told me this. Who knew? But hopefully it will it. lead to a string of petulant attacks against Rupert Murdoch on Twitter. I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. Give me my popcorn. From 48 hours ago, Donald Trump tweeting, a young military man working in Afghanistan told me that elections in Afghanistan are far more secure and much better run than the U.S.'s uh, 2020 election. Ours with its millions and millions of corrupt mail-in ballots was the election of a third-world country fake president, he says, with an exclamation point. You want to do the reverse on that? If Barack Obama at any point had said that uh, Afghanistan is much better in terms of electoral security, if he had put a tweet out there, would you imagine how, how long would it have taken for uh, them to scream on Fox or on talk radio, inward, if you like Afghanistan did so much, get your black ass out of America. Don't you think that would have been the response if Barack Obama had dared to say anything of that nature? That's not even a question. That, that, <laughs> that, 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 that's not even a question. But but the the uh, tor- the fire hose of bullshit, yeah. I believe, is is uh, what George Orwell called it. Didn't use those words. Something equivalent to that. The, yes. the, the tor- that tweet is so 48 hours ago. Exactly. On its own. Just like uh, saying that John McCain isn't a war hero, each individual lie, each individual outrage, each individual outburst of of craziness and sickness should have sunk him. But it did not. It emboldened him and his followers. And uh, we're we're just about to the end of the, the legal version of the sanctioning of the insanity inflicted on us and the world but yeah uh afghanistan runs better elections than the united states of course it does naturally it does we all we've all known that all along of course they do um you know for for him to even say that again it's not worth the uh, uh, the dots on the screen that you're reading it off. It, it just isn't. <laughs> it's just, I mean, who, who is he? And until we reach the point where when even a Republican Secretary of State in Georgia or the uh, re- Republican governor of Arizona mm-hmm. or Georgia, when they're interviewed after 
Trump launches some kind of outrageous attack on their integrity, the election's integrity, the honesty of of uh, everyone certifying and recertifying and recounting. If until we reach the point where they don't say things like, well, uh, I disagree with the president. He has every right to pursue all legal recourse, uh, but I voted for him. I did vote for him. Until they stop saying that, until they stop voting for him, until the candy is completely taken away, so far nothing matters. So far nothing matters. In fact, even him losing the election, so far it hasn't mattered. Not until, and uh, again, I, I, I think you were more adamant about this, they really may have to, to uh, uh, handcuff him and pull him out of that, that house. Yeah. They they may have to do that because he's that crazy. He he's that off the rails. Um but you know, they're uh, look it's the voters. Yeah. It's the voters. They're afraid of their own voters. That's right. So you know, what are they doing? Uh, uh for instance, where we live, where we live, Britt, um North Carolina, one of the uh, most horrendously gerrymandered states of them all. Right. In this last election, uh, where I live, I was represented by this idiot, Ted Budd. He's one of the 126 asshole Republicans who signed on to the lawsuit. That's right. Last week. Um, and they had to redraw the districts because of, you know, 75 different court cases that said, stop the madness. And they redrew the districts. And now... I'm in a district not represented by a Republican anymore. I'm in a more favorably drawn gerrymandered for the Democrats district. Right. The couple that there are in North Carolina, they right. threw the Democrats some bones to satisfy the courts. And uh, we have a new representative, Kathy Manning, Democrat. Now, however, it's 2020. That's a redistricting year. And I think that North Carolina may get a new congressional seat. So we would go from what, 13 to 14. Is that right? right? Yeah, I think that's right. All right. So if they go from 13 to 14, then everything has to be redrawn again. Exactly. And the Republicans who cheat and lie and suppress the vote, that's what they do. More voters equal bad for them. Fewer voters equal better for them. Minorities, old people, Democratic constituencies. What are the chances that they're going to try to re-gerrymander where I am again and, and, and put me back in another district? I don't know. I doubt that once they take a large city like Greensboro and finally make it one district, whether they can try to recut that again and fuck me over and mm-hmm. put me in a uh, gerrymandered Republican district. I doubt that they can do that. But Damn it, they're going to try. You Don't you that think? Right. That's exactly they are, right. They are going to try because you know it's what they do. It's mm-hmm. it's what they are. And as the demographics of the country change, and they're changing faster than maybe people thought. And uh, if you get the kind of turnout that you got this year, maybe there'll be a higher turnouts in elections going forward. And uh, we'll, we'll see whether Republicans can hold on in a couple of years based on what happens. There's no way to predict. We may be still dealing with the virus big time 
yeah. 18 months from now. It's, it's very, very possible. Yeah. I mean, you can see how slow the vaccine is being rolled out. You can see how irresponsible people are being. Oh, we have uh, we have uh, coronavirus fatigue. Stop telling me to not travel. I can't if I can't hug grandma, my kids are going to die. OK, yeah. if 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 we keep that up, we're going to be dealing with this a year from now. That's right. As badly as we are at this moment. And if 100,000 people have died between Election Day and now. You know, we're on this pace of, you know, 2,500, 3,000 a day um, for a long time. I mean, first of all, we've already crossed the one-third of a million mark, 333,000. We crossed that. It won't take long to get to half a million. That's right. Okay? And um, if, if, if people don't pay attention... If people don't follow the rules, if people don't wear masks, if uh, Donald Trump wants to run an anti, you know, an anti-science, anti-Dr. Fauci, uh, uh, and, and at the same time brag about the fact that he got the vaccine created, you know, it, it's so fucked. It's so crazy. It is. It's so nuts. I'm responsible for the uh, vaccine. The one I haven't gotten yet, even though everyone <laughs> would think that the president would be the first one to roll it, you know. And they believe him and they follow him and they don't question him. And right. I guess that's what's frustrating to, to us, isn't it? Absolutely. You, you just can't believe you've been hosed this badly and you keep following the hoser. <laughs> the hoser. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good Canadian term. Yeah. Brad and Brit.com.